from a bar mitzvah at the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem to a temple procession in Taipei. The people of our world are passionate about their beliefs. Are you listening? Tune in to the sounds of your world on Radio Taiwan International. Thank you so much for joining us on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Leslie Liao, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. Up this hour, I have Ear to the Ground, where Andrew Ryan brings you some sounds from Taiwan, and we have Jukebox Republic, but we're going to kick things off, as we always do, with a bit of Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. Today is Monday, December 30th. My goodness, we're almost out of 2019. I'm your host, Leslie Liao, and joining me today is Miss Shirley Lin. Hello. And Jake Chen. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about a newly discovered water purification method straight out of Taiwan. Next, an animal hospital with a program for elderly pets. And it's end-of-the-year banquet season in Taiwan, meaning some people uh, are walking away big winners. But do those winners have an obligation to their co-workers? We're going to discuss that. All that and more coming up next here on Here in Taiwan. All right, Shirley, let's talk about this elderly pet program. What's going on? Because people in Taiwan, they love their pets. And, um, well... Older pets, you know, they're are these are these strays? I mean, no, I believe there are pets that really have owners. Mm-hmm. And uh, as Taiwan is an aging population, we've got aging pets. It yeah. seems like so. The National Taiwan University Veterinary Hospital uh, just launched a long-term care services for aging animals, and this just happened on December twenty-sixth, I believe. And uh, so, even though rehabilitative therapy for humans is common. Now, the same healthcare for pets is considered an emerging field for vets. And uh, what they have is that they rolled out a rehabilitation service for pets that have trouble walking, adding that decreased mobility could be due to bone surgery, paralysis in the nervous system, or chronic joint illnesses. So uh, it'll be good to take care of those problems before they totally can't walk and be a burden for the owners, right? So the program uses Western medicine to treat animals as well as rehabilitative therapy and Chinese medicine as part of a multi-pronged approach to manage pain more effectively and shorten the recovery process. Um, the rehabilitative services for pets include heat and cold compression, ultrasonic treatment. You know, this doesn't sound any different from humans, yeah. This kind of sounds like what my grandma did like last week. Oh, okay. Um, uh, which also include hydrotherapy, therapeutic exercises, and regenerative medicine. While its Chinese medicine treatment includes acupuncture, acupressure, medication, and diet therapy. Wow. So now working with the Taipei Animal Protection Office, the hospital has also opened a care facility for aging animals, which would start receiving pets that require long-term care outside the home. So pets with chronic illnesses such as, and this all sounds like the same kind of um, ailments that humans have, dementia, paralysis, epilepsy, tumor, heart disease, and joint regeneration 
would live better lives at the facility, so、mm. to speak. So, yeah,、um, this you know, I I never have thought that uh, uh, you know we do have pets that age over time and、yeah. they need special care than just you know the owners kind of petting them and feeding them and. <sighs> You know, lubby dubby with them and all that, but yeah, yeah、um, I live in Xindian, and for some reason, I think there seems to be a lot more pet owners in that district than other places I've lived in. But I, I don't know if it's because those, you know, it's more spacious there. There are more parks and everything. I mean, really, you know, I think just, it's a good community out there. Yeah,、right? you're up on the mountain. Yeah, 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 right by the mountains. I mean,、right. whereas in the city, the housing is much more cramped. Yeah, don't have a lot、true. of room for dogs. I mean, I live by. A really big park. I live in what's near Central Park in Taipei,、mm-hmm. the An City Forest Park, and there's a lot of animals there. But、yeah. it's so intriguing to see like pet owners walk around with like big dogs the size of almost maybe like a baby bear or something、oh, like、know. that. And、yeah. uh, I'm just like,、Same、how、here. do you have a dog that big in a city that small? I, I can imagine like maybe out in Xindian where there's a lot more space, and you go、mm-hmm. up in the mountains and. Uh, they probably have yards out there, and yeah, just a lot more nature for the dogs to run free. We're just a thirty-minute walk to the、um, what is that now?、Um, Bitan.、Mm. It's a very nice, you know, end of the river kind of space with a with a hanging bridge and everything. And I, I know it's it's a great place for walking your pets and everything. And they even have a dog park over there. Yeah, all enclosed in、oh. and everything. They get to run around and jump around and all that. Yeah. So yeah. Now the problem about aging pets. Yes. So that needs special care. I wonder how the healthcare bills are, because you know Taiwan has such good national health insurance, but、hmm. I don't think there's insurance for pets just yet. And I hear those treatments can probably run you pretty expensive. Almost、oh, definitely, those bills add up really quick. You have a pet, Jake? I used to for three years. Yeah. Oh, what, what kind? I had a German Shepherd. Oh, oh, that's a nice wow, big dog. Wow, that's a nice, sturdy, a big one, <laughs> big dog. Was this back in Canada? Yeah, it was back in Canada. Oh man, oh, wow. Yeah,、okay. so. oh, all right. I love dogs, man. I'm thinking about getting one, but I don't think I can get a German Shepherd in my house. <laughs> all right, guys. So you know me. I'm kind of.、Um, I'm like Chicken Little. I always think the sky is about to fall, and、uh, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Things that kind of stress you out, and、uh, one of the things is maybe the water supply with what's going on out there. But people in Taiwan, I'm always glad to share about achievements in Taiwan. The National Taiwan University unveiled a water purification device that can absorb three times more water than a, or more three times more pollutants than traditional. Uh, materials that are going out right now, and they're saying、uh, this could probably help industrial plants、uh, reuse wastewater, which is very, very nice. Yeah.、Uh, I mean, have you ever seen those factories just send wastewater、just、out of the ocean?、Out. Yeah. Yeah.、Right. I mean, like that. We eventually you drink that.、Uh, it could be used to remove、uh, calcium and magnesium in household drinking waters. Now, calcium is particularly nasty because that's the kind of stuff that really builds up in your pipes. You know. Like, have you ever had calcified pipes? It like it kind of、uh, builds up、mm-hmm. in the residue, and it's got clogged, and you can't use it anymore. Yeah, you, or you have to go get someone to get it replaced. Right.、Um, so they say、oh. the key to removing uh, uh, purifying water is remove heavy metal ions. So what that means is it's it's a very hev- dense element, and basically you use things like magnetism to uh, really uh, to to attract them and then get it out. 
And uh, they say they developed a nitrogen-doped nanoporous carbon material, which is so out of my <laughs> out of my expertise. Um, but they also here's the thing: they also embedded gold nanoparticles in this material. So you you might imagine that this might be a little uh, on the pricey side. I don't know, but anything that really helps the world, like we're cleaning up the garbage patch right now, the water's getting cleaner. And uh, this is a team from National Taiwan University, and uh, this is looking real, real good. So I'm hoping, you know, more we get more good news, and clean water is most definitely always a good thing. All right, so like I said, it's year-end banquet time here in Taiwan, and uh, that means, you know, we have companies who are just putting on these big extravagant banquets to thank their employees for the year of hard work mm-hmm. yeah we're about to have our soon here in, uh at rti and we are in about three weeks that'll yeah. be my first time mm-hmm. being at one i wonder i'm really? very curious or at one oh, at, at rti, RTI. Oh, okay. very curious to see what it's like i've seen other way yeah although yeah i'm uh, i'm curious to see what it's like here but one of the big things about way is that there's always great prizes up for raffles and I've, I don't know. I've gotten a vacuum cleaner from way out before. Oh, you did, yeah, huh? it's very useful. Well, I've been. It's been fourteen years that I've been at RTI. In the beginning, we they used to give out like you know things like like uh, what a vacuum cleaner that you had. Uh-huh. You know, I I actually once almost won a bike, but then uh, anyway, never mind. A bike. Forget about that. Yeah, and um and now um it's all cash. Prices. Oh, is it? Oh. oh, oh gosh! I broke that too. Oh, I hope you're excited about this. I lo- no, I. <laughs> where, where was the cash when I won a, a pair of cups? Uh, you know, you I, I, I didn't, I didn't need the cups, but you know, cash would be nice. Wow. Oh, uh, I remember those. Yes. Yeah. Good like, to, okay. good to know. Good yeah. to know. All right. Yeah. So. Um, but there's a discussion going on online that Jake kind of unveiled, and what is this uh, discussion, Jake? See, uh, I guess there are a lot of unwritten rules in, you know, different companies. And, uh, you know, the rules can be different depends on the culture of that given establishment. And one of the things that people are, are I, I guess it's a good thing to worry is that if you win, you know, uh, should you treat your colleagues and friends, you know, at the company? So this got a lot of people talking. You know, somebody posted on, on PTT, the local forum, and people just chimed in. Uh, some said, well, you know, it's not too much asked to treat, you know, your office out to a nice meal, you know. Yeah. To, to keep the uh, the entire group glued together and the whole thing. Other people said, no, nah, there's there's no point. Um, a lot of other answers are more, are a lot less clear cut than that, than the yes and no's, right? Uh, people say, well, you got to really feel sort of the vibe of the company and of the office. <laughs> you got to feel the <laughs> yeah. vibe. And like, like you know, uh, what people really are expecting out of you and just act accordingly. And uh, others are more pragmatic. They mm-hmm. said, uh, if you win uh, more than 10,000 new Taiwan dollars, which is roughly three hundred and thirty dollars US, yeah. you know, substantial mm-hmm. chunk. You know, then you really should, you know, uh, treat your your colleagues uh, out to a meal. So, yeah, it's um, it's others actually talk about the possible repercussions if you don't treat uh, other people. So uh, there's there's all kinds of worries and concerns. You know, if you if you do win, um, yeah, wouldn't that wouldn't that be a nice worry to have? You know, I, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting worry. My two cents on this is it just depends on what you win. Mm. You know. Well, okay. I mean, this has to mean that their cash prices 
Uh, if there are cash prizes, then then I can see why yeah. you know colleagues expect you to treat them to a dinner and things like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, but like um, and that's I'm just what, saying, yeah. nobody's looking at me with that vacuum cleaner, being like that guy owes me a dinner, you know? <laughs> or um, you're saying anybody, you know, I don't need a vacuum cleaner. Anybody want to cash me in for? And nobody, you know, everybody's just like turning their back on you, right? Yeah, but, nobody wants. Them. Yeah, but nobody I still wants, use but, the vacuum um, cleaner. It's a very nice and dependable vacuum well, cleaner. Well, that's good then. Um. Yeah. yeah, like I think it it just depends on on what you win. You know, if you win top prize, like definitely better kick that back to some of me. Yeah, uh, I've seen prizes from. Oh, there's there's some really good prizes. I've seen like massage chairs, like big massage chairs. Wow. There's been um, those you've been in big companies. I can see. <laughs> well, yeah, but I never win anything, so it doesn't oh, account well. for much. Four four days, three nights in like Hokkaido or something like that, or like uh-huh. Tokyo, Japan. There's also been what was the big one? I, like iPhone tens when they first came out, and uh, those are just big prizes, and those are the ones that people have their eyes on, mm-hmm. right? But for me, it's just like nobody's looking at the guy with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> so, you you know, it's okay to have a mid-tier prize. I mean, I remember one year, actually, one of my coworkers won three different prizes. And it was all cash prizes. Wow. And it amounted wow. to him getting him uh, one extra month of salary. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What a prize. That, wow. So we were just like, all right, man, you, uh, you, you better show you up. Better. <laughs> you better, you better. Like you didn't come in here thinking you'd Otherwise make... everybody's going to defriend you. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. On Facebook and in real life. Uh, what's the, uh, what's the, uh, the vibe here, you guys? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Trying to fill it out. Trying to feel it out. <laughs> this is a perfect opportunity, uh, actually. Yeah. To have this conversation. I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask because I never, apart from the pair of cups, I never won anything. So. Uh, oh, I, I never had to, to worry. The pair of cups. Well, yeah. The other thing is, too, that I think uh, if we happen to be on the news that day when they mm-hmm. have the year-end party. Mm-hmm. I remember. Then, yeah, you're not in. Wait, wait, wait a minute. They changed the policy now. I think that you can't you, know, you can throw your name into the you know the, the lot and then um, you still get a, get a prize. Yeah. But in a, for for a period, it was like you know if you're on a new shift and it's like sorry, too bad and just a, oh really a set yeah uh, they changed it recently uh, so <laughs> you'll be fine yeah, yeah. Right oh now no because I am but on anyway. the news that day that's a yeah little I bit know alarming. same here I'm on the news that day too people um, here are nice enough to call you downstairs uh, upstairs if you win so you you'll be you'll be good all right well that's good to know I mean I yeah. wonder is is way out like a particularly. Chinese culture thing, like, or is it? Oh yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just thank you for your hard work, stuff uh, like that. Are you guys yeah. ready to sign up to perform on stage? Is there I mean, a per- that's also part of the thing. Wait, there's a performance of thing. Of course. Like, I what, mean, what, you want to? No. Get dressed up. No, thank you. Uh, as a all right, I'm not going to tell no. you. Oh no. Then you're probably going to just like say no way. I don't like anyway. surprises. <laughs> oh no. All right, stay tuned for my first RTI way report. It's coming up soon. So it looks like it seems to be discussion season with what's going on, um, because Jake took it from Jake took our last topic from the PTT forums, which is a bit really big in Taiwan, and there was another one going around, which is saying, "What kind of answers do you give when you are at a job interview? Do you guys Ooh. think about this at all? I mean, when was the last time you guys were at a job interview? Oh, it's been a while. Um, <laughs> The, prior to this one i guess yeah i guess so right and uh someone asked i guess it's also graduation season for people who are coming out of winter semester they're just saying mm. what is the one thing you should say to your interviewer to really get their attention 
And people actually had some really funny things to say about this. I just, it's so cynical. I love it. They oh. were just like, uh, first one was, hi, my father's name is so-and-so, implying that you have a very powerful father. Yeah. Or I say, I have 87% of the stock of this company. Yeah, right. I, B, here's C, I don't need pay. Uh, four is, I'm very good at apologizing for things that are not my fault. <laughs> We're getting more and more pragmatic here. So this is just very, um, this is painting a very grim, you know, picture of the, the, the office lifestyle. But I just couldn't help but like laugh at these. So others were just like, I, uh, I just bought this company and this one's my favorite. They said, I wanted to come in here because I thought I had a good background in the subject matter. But it, it came to me that if I had a good background, I wouldn't need to be interviewing for this position right now. <laughs> right. Um, there's also another, a bunch who you can just tell these guys are kind of like disgruntled overwork types. They're just like, I don't need overtime. Uh, you can have my liver for free, which is a way of saying, you know, you can make yeah. me stay late. You can make me stay late all you want. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is just some real brutal stuff, but you know, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't think I could ever bring myself to say these things. No <laughs> like with interview. a straight face with yeah. a straight face no yeah. like you always hear those stories right it's always never like an ugly start it's mm. but you always hear about the disgruntled ugly leaving employee it, right just right losing it just getting ready just like you know what i've had it with you telling everybody off i just think it's a it's a really funny discussion but at the same time you know with how popular these forums are they shouldn't be miseducating the next generation you know it's like these are not things to say I mean, that's not to say, I don't know, I was—I remember being very, very tense when I first interviewed for the position. It was really tough. You mean here? Yeah, here. It was oh. all the managers. I got interviewed by five people and it just went oh, from... same here. It went from like Paula and all the way up. Yes. Right? Uh, all the managers. Been through yep. that too. And then uh, it was the station president and I just yes. like, oh my goodness, this is so much pre pressure. <laughs> what I answered and what I said, I really couldn't tell you guys right now because I'm just drawing a blank. Well, anyway, here, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's happy endings, right, guys? Right, right, right. All right, enough uh, holiday cheer. That's about all the time we have for here in Taiwan. Like I said, up next we have Eat of the Ground and Jukebox Republic for Taiwan Inside. Not Taiwan Inside. I'm talking <laughs> for here in Taiwan. I'm Leslie Liao. I'm Shirley Lin. And I'm Jake Chen. Stay tuned and do not go away, you guys.
When it comes to the color green in Taiwan, it's hard for people to avoid thinking of politics. It's hard not to associate with the DPP, the Democratic Progressive Party. Yeah,、uh, the Green Party. Yes, DPP. But surely there must be shades of green that go beyond politics. I'm Andrew Ryan, and in today's Ear to the Ground, I bring you on an audio tour through Taipei in search of the color green. 贴紧台湾的羊耳朵 ，an ear to the ground. I'm sitting on my scooter at a traffic light in downtown Taipei, watching the Taiwanese pedestrian crossing sign, which features an animated green man walking across the street. When the light's about to change, he begins to run, and then when he stops, it's my turn. The light turns green, and we're off on our adventure. My first stop is Taipei 101. Now, most people don't realize that the building's design was inspired by a tall green plant. Yeah, you can see our building has eight sections. Each section has eight floors. You can feel the similarity to bamboo. Bamboo is also in sections, and bamboo also is something that Chinese love. That's Kathy Young. She's a vice president at Taipei 101, which used to be the world's tallest building. I've come to find out how it's now the world's tallest green building, and by green I don't mean the color. I mean it's environmentally friendly. In the lobby, I meet a green alien called Happy Green, who helps Taipei 101 educate the public about its environmental efforts. A human by the name of Carol brings me downstairs to see what the building does with the trash that drops through long chutes down to the basement. And all the garbage will dump to our basement here, and you can hear it's very loud. So that was the sound of trash coming down. Yes.、Oh. She tells me that this building recycles 71% of its waste, more than 1,260 tons a year. It's all processed right on site by those loud compactors that you can hear in the background. After my tour, I take the world's fastest elevator to the observation deck at the top to catch a glimpse of green wildlife in the distance. Looking out from the 89th floor, you don't really see all the traffic and the cars and the hustle and bustle of Taipei, all the gray buildings and whatnot. Often to the distance, if you look straight out, you see layers of mountains of varying colors and shades of green. I think I'm going to have to climb one of those mountains and get a little closer to the green. I decide to climb Yangmingshan, which is billed as one of the closest national parks to a city center anywhere in the world. I'm joined by Shinru Yang, a choreographer who lives near forests of real bamboo, bubbling mud pools, and spectacular views of the city. Just 15 kilometers away from Taipei 101, the sound of rushing traffic is replaced with the sound of rushing water, and I'm now sitting on a rock next to a stream. Shinru, what is it like to live in a place that's so thoroughly green? It keeps me sane, actually, because I think of Taipei as a very gray place. So every time I come home, it's like I come back to the green mountain, and it's really grounding. And right now we're sitting in a place where we're surrounded by bamboo. And looking at the world's tallest bamboo. As you stand on Yamishan, it's pretty easy to see why a Portuguese sailor first named Taiwan Ilha Formosa, or beautiful island, back in the 1500s. 
But today, when I ask people what color they think Taiwan is, I keep getting the colors of political parties. So I decide to go and find some people who aren't actually old enough to vote. I head to a cram school to talk to some kids. What color is Taiwan? Wait, 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 wait. No, no, green, green, green. Wait, wait, wait. Green. Why is Taiwan green? Because the map is green. Really? Do you have a map that shows Taiwan is green? I, I go to take. So she goes and gets me her map, and she comes back laughing. Did you find it? Colorful. Oh, okay, what colors do we have here? Green, yellow, pink, blue. So what have I learned today? Well, green does mean more than just politics, but even though Taiwan is a lush, verdant island, you can't whittle it down to just one color. With an ear to the ground, I'm Andrew Ryan. Welcome to Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin at Radio Taiwan International. I want to end 2019 with a happy ending, but who wouldn't, right? So I'm going to talk about these two singers who got married this year. They are Li Ronghao from China, who's singing right now, and Rainy Yang, or Yang Chenlin, from Taiwan. I have introduced both of them separately on this show. Well, their love story is kind of cute. I'll tell you more about that. We're going to start off with a song from Li Ronghao called Ma Chue, Sparrow, which came out this year. Yeah. 
All right, that's Li Ronghao with the song "Sparrow." Well, it's Ma Chue, which stands for sparrow. Actually, not only that, the single came out this year; it came out probably just this month, December. Anyway, um, so I'm talking about Li Ronghao, who just married、uh, Rainy Yang. Okay, Yang Chenling of Taiwan.、Um, very recently, th- this year it happened. This year, so before this,、uh, they had been dating like four years, and、um, it was really obvious that you know he really liked her.、Um, every, I mean, rumors were going around, and so then、um, even like one time at a live concert, Li Donghao's live concert, he invited Rainy to be a guest on his show, and、um, he couldn't. Hold back and like kissed her like really hard on the cheek while she wasn't noticing, and she was just totally taken by surprise. Anyway, you could tell that he was just so elated, you know, with that kiss. And he was like playing on a, on the guitar and singing. Well, actually, he was accompanying on the guitar when he did that. So then he, after the kiss, you know, he kind of turned around and kind of like swung away, and、uh, you know, he had this big smile on his face, like he just did something naughty. But he was just so cute about it. Anyway, and Rainy just totally shocked and embarrassed, and just turned around too, you know. Anyway, so that was a scene that played over and over again on the news. You have to realize that he's a shy guy, you know. He doesn't say much, and that's what makes him really cute. And、uh, anyway, for him to do that, it's just so him. You know, he's got these really small eyes that would just disappear when he smiles.、Um, yeah. Anyway, okay. So what happened was that.、Um, On his thirty-fourth birthday,、um, Rainy like arranged a vacation、uh, for you know for for them and you know the crew and everything、uh, to some island country or something like that, and、um, and this was totally planned by Li Ronghao, and he kept the secret so well that nobody knew that what was going to happen. He proposed basically. He proposed to Rainy right there on the vacation. She just cried and screamed because she has been waiting for it for a very long time. She said that she was、um, expecting to get married or proposed to like four years ago. Anyway, and、uh, yeah, that's what she said at an interview sometime after, or was it before? I don't remember. When she said that she has been going to so many good friends' weddings, and in the beginning she wasn't feeling anything, but after a while she admitted that she was really affected、uh, emotionally. And she really wondered when it would be her turn. So, well, really happy for her. Now she's happily married. So let's have a song from Rainy. This one is "Jiru Kuala," celebration of oneself.
Certainly more solemn than what the title you know implies. Um, so anyway, so Li Donghao and Rainy are happily married, yes, but they have their challenges too. 
Um, they're legally married in China, but have yet to plan a wedding banquet. And both are very into their work, and so sometimes they can be apart for a very long time. Rainy complained that they did not see each other for one whole month after being married. At some point,、um, she's pretty open about her feelings, and she would say that you know at interviews.、Um, even though her husband is shy and a quiet person, he's still quite a gentleman and can be really、um, funny at times. Like one time at his、um, live concert, one of his live concerts, he said that he's not someone who openly invites people to his concert. But if anyone asks him, then you know he would invite them, given an invitation. So、uh, he thanked his wife、uh, at that concert because she went around inviting lots of people, and he thanked for taking care of everything. I say he doesn't talk much, but he can be really humorous. So I mean, if he opens up, opens up, then he opens up and starts talking. Other times,、um, anyway, he's funny. So even one time, uh, uh, that very same concert, he brought his old thermal、uh, on stage, and、uh, and you know, as he was sipping whatever was in the thermal, he was saying like, you know, when you arrive at a certain age, and he's talking about himself, you have to drink certain health drink, meaning these Chinese herbal drink that he has in his、uh, in his bottle. So it was really funny, and then he talked about how he had gained a lot of weight at one time, that his stylist just couldn't stand him anymore. They had to cut his pants a little for him to fit into it, and then continue performing on stage. So after that, he looked himself in the mirror after a shower, and he he was totally naked in front of the mirror, and of course the audience screamed、um, when he said this. He got so disgust, disgusted with his own figure that he decided. In one and a half months, he lost eleven kilos. Eleven, and before that, he had gained like ten kilos, but he lost eleven. Well, that's how that's how it is with celebrities, right? They have such determination. Okay, let's have another song from、uh, Li Ronghao. This one is "Pin Chong Huo Fu You," poverty or wealth.
是个想法，有好有坏，有笨有傻。Some music fans said that Li Ronghao and Rainy are their favorite celebrity couple.、Uh, well, I can see why. I think Li Ronghao is a good singer and a talented songwriter, and Rainy is not bad herself. In fact, my hubby John, Big John, has some acquaintance with her. He was in a TV commercial shoot with her many years ago. It was for a drink ad, some kind of orange drink ad,、um, yeah, orange soda. Uh, in China, though, so I I never saw it, and my hubby was the、uh, the drink vendor on the street in a park or something, and then she went by on a bike, riding a bike, and then you know got a bottle of this orange drink, and that was the commercial. Well, that's it for Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin, and here's one more song from Rainy Yang, Yang Chenling. It is Love Is Love. Hello, dear. Most people fall in love quite a few times. Well, then, how can you tell? 
Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC, on 6180 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC, on 6180 kHz. And in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC, on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. 
Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.